Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello everyone, my name is Adam. And I'm Bailey. And welcome to AB Cinema. Uh, today, Bailey and I are going to jump into some reactions to the last two episodes of Stranger Things, talk about our review of the whole season, and uh, just, you know, talk about this finale and the setup and all of these things. But uh, before we get into that, we have some small news to go over. Uh, first off, uh, something that dropped yesterday was the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power teaser trailer. It was uh, released exclusively to Prime members. And uh, we'll get another teaser trailer on the 14th of July. Bailey, did you get to see this trailer yet? I did. And all I have to say is it was just an introduction to the characters of Middle Earth and or whatever Earth that we're going to. I, don't, I honestly don't know what to... I don't, I don't know anything about this. And I'm excited for it. But it, it's just got my intrigue. Yeah. I mean, we really don't know much from it just a comet's flying through the sky. So um, be sure to check that out. I believe it'll come out in two days too, available to everyone, but a teaser will be released on the 14th of July. And the Duffer brothers who created Stranger Things are making some moves. They have a new production studio. Bailey, what is the name of it? The production studio will be titled Upside Down Productions, which is not very surprising of a name. Um, but some of the, the surprising thing about this announcement were the projects that were announced. So I'll just list off the five of nine productions that they had announced. Um, there's a spinoff for Stranger Things in the works, which we already knew about. A stage place set in the world of Stranger Things is also in development. A series adaptation of Stephen King and Peter Straub's The Talisman is in the works. A second adaptation for Netflix's Death Note is in the works, which we already had one in 2017. And then the last announcement is that an original series from Dark Crystal Age of Resistance from Jeffrey Addis and Will Matthews is in the works as well. And that's that's all that comes from Upside Down Productions. So be sure to look forward to some of these coming. Will they be released independently or will they all come to Netflix? I believe the majority of them will be Netflix. I'm not sure about the stage play. That one kind of confuses me. Yeah. I'm I'm really, I, who knows, maybe it'll be like a uh, Hamilton on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and uh, our last bit of news comes from the new site Giant Freaking Robot. And Bailey, what happened? Who signed what? Uh, the, the rumor is that Andrew Garfield is said to have entered into a contract for Marvel's Avengers Secret Wars, which is what has been teased for the last couple of Phase 4 movies and shows. And so that's that's a big piece of news, knowing that Andrew Garfield is going to be back. And I, I think that 
that that satisfies me because I really don't want to see Andrew Garfield fight against Morbius and Venom right now. Like give it give Sony some time to get their their movies to get their stuff together. Out. Absolutely. But um I'm excited. Andrew Garfield's a stud, stand up. I love him. But uh that's all the news that we have for you today. If we move on now, we're going to talk about Stranger Things Season 4. The last two episodes came out last Friday. Um, they're available to stream now. You can stream the whole season. And we'll just talk first about the last two episodes. So let's get some reactions. Bailey, give us some reaction to the your... Give us your reaction to the last two episodes of this season. I felt like the last two episodes felt very Empire Strikes Back in the realm of Stranger Things. Like, there were still some happy endings, and we got some satisfying conclusions to certain storylines. Hopefully the Russians are over with. And the the one sat like... There, even though they we all had the satisfying conclusions, we still have the the looming the the looming evil that is Vecna waiting to put his reign on the real world of Hawkins, and that's that's my initial thoughts. Sorry if that was a spoiler, but what were your thoughts? Your initial reaction, Adam. I just, um, in the last two episodes specifically, it's so hard for me to justify the length. I feel as though these last two episodes are so bloated and there's so much happening. And whether that be because of the story, the multiple storylines that are going on and the locations that everyone is in, it's just so long. And to some degree, a lot of it's unnecessary. It does have some standout moments. And I think I like the through line, like the story that's going on. I just wish it was told in a more concise manner. But yeah, I'm trying to get a grip on this season. The more I talk about it, the more I think about it. I'm trying to decide if I like, if I liked this season, if I thought it was great, or if I'm just annoyed with this season. Because as a whole, I do like Stranger Things. Um, or I did at one point in time. Maybe, maybe now I'm not liking it. But but we can get more into that um, in a second. So let's move on. Let's talk about the cast. Uh, you wanted to talk about some standout moments. Uh, Bailey, where do you where do you go to when you talk about the cast or a standout moment that happens? So I know the majority of people are going to say that Eddie playing the guitar, the Metallica, like people are going to say that's probably the most standout. But honestly, I think one of the standout moments was when Eddie was fighting the the Demobats, I don't remember what they're called. Um, but he's fighting the the bats of the Upside Down. And it shows Dustin running over. And he's like limping over trying, because they're, they're heroes now. And it was just like a, it was an emotional scene. Because like when he goes over and then realizes that Eddie's not going to make it. And whew, man, I'm getting emotional now. Oh man, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie was a standout character for me. Like, it, he has probably one of the most heartbreaking storylines in this series, and it makes me feel really sad that we're not gonna see him again. But, uh, what what were you what are you thinking about 
You're, I I'm one of those people, dude. Straight up, master of puppets, Metallica, Eddie thrashing. It just it literally sent chills down my spine, and I thought that was such a well crafted scene. It just worked. Like that's one of those moments where I kind of forgot. Like, how long is this episode? How far into this episode am I? Like when that happened, nothing else mattered. Just which is another Metallica song. But that that was the only part of the show that mattered. And it was just so good and well crafted. And I I I thought it was so good, honestly. You know, the interesting thing about that scene is it wouldn't work in any other place. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was think... doing that in the real world, wouldn't have mattered. No. But because of the location and the setting, that was perfect. Yeah, and... it was it was so good. It was awesome. It was a great, it was a standout moment for Eddie, and I'm sad to see his character go, but he left a huge impact on the audience. He's probably the standout favorite out of all of the characters that were added. Um, speaking of, I love the, the pizza dough freezer sequence. Like, Argyle, like, <laughs> when he showed up at the Surfer Boy Pizza, and they were just the bro, the bro conversation... Argyle's just a hang, man. He's just, like, down to do whatever you want to do, man. He's hilarious. Like, my little girl, my girl, my little friend over here, she's got powers, and she needs to hang in your freezer. Like, oh, my gosh. I was laughing so hard every time he was on screen. And Eddie and Argyle were my two favorite people in this season. But that wasn't, like, a standout, like, best scene of the series it was just great comedic relief for a very serious episode and then uh you have will written down here as well yeah that was i don't know how you felt about that whole scene with his brother but that was just a really touching moment like will has ever since poor will from the first time he went into the upside down and was trapped there like he's just been kind of the the forgotten one and kind of the background character which i i have some theories about the fifth season that are center around will and my thoughts as to where his storyline is going to go um but it was just a really emotional scene about how his brother realizes that he hasn't been there for him and it was just a really touching moment. And I'm I'm hoping that Will and his brother, can't remember his name, the druggie. Jonathan. Jonathan, yes. Jonathan druggie Byers. Um, but I, I'm excited to see their relationship grow over the time jump from this season to the next. Um, what did you think about the whole Will storyline? Again, it's like they give you enough, but they don't give it all, if that makes sense. Like, I think Will does well, and he definitely is drawing the reaction that he should be, and you kind of understand what he's going through. But, like, I don't know. Something about the fact that it's like they're they're walking that line, but they haven't crossed it, even though they've made it kind of explicit through inference that they've crossed it. It's okay, I guess. Are you talking about his sexuality? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I I understand that. Um, I think that they're just trying to 
handle it with care for this character because he but at the same time like yeah we could get into a whole argument not argument a whole discussion about it and like how they should just stop treading lightly and just go for it if they are gonna commit to what they're committing to but i i thought it was it was touching to see the emotion because like if you think about it that at the time in like the 80s and or was this the early 90s I it's think 80s it was the late still 80s um like if you think about it like that was a very it was still really hard for for people for gays in that time period and i feel like they handled it as realistically as they could have for that time while treading carefully trying to treat it with care because will is such an emotion he is he's kind of the center of the show if you really think about it like it all started with will and he he's kind of the he's the kickstarter of all of this and so i feel like they want to treat it carefully because of that but i don't know we'll have to see what happens in season five they they may make it way more obvious and i have some predictions as to why they would but we'll we'll just have to wait and see on that and then you've written here as well lucas and max's moment i'm i'm assuming this at the very end of episode nine not the very end but pretty close to yeah, I would say it was like it started with Lucas's fight with um, the jock that I was so happy got split in half. I think everybody was happy about that. Um, but I I really enjoyed Lucas's moments of trying to protect Max from this guy, and like, oh my gosh, when he he just was like crying like when when Max was in his arms and he was just like please come back like breathe and and they were having that conversation before she passed briefly and then like i was kind of upset that they i thought that they were ending it right then when uh when it cut to black and then it did the two days later thing and i was like okay we're probably gonna see what's gonna happen and i thought that was some of the most emotional that was one of the most emotional moments of the episode would you have to agree with that? Yeah. You're not saying much about these moments. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you it's, are <laughs> it's trying to fight the pessimism of of the length. It's it's cuz I like some of these moments, but I also have issue with some of these moments. And 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 not just the moments, but I think the way these moments make me think something will happen. But then, and either I'm, and honestly, I'm right every time. It's just because I know what's going to happen, even though they're teasing something isn't. And so I'm trying to decide how I feel about, like, and maybe we just get into that right now, but 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 maybe not. I don't know. We can talk about that in a moment if you'd like, because because I because it's just the 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 layout or the formula for the show. I think I I've noticed it this season and I noticed it last season too. Um, but especially this season, I'm like, okay, this is what's going to happen. And and it has. And so it's like, it's kind of annoying to me. I, I would agree to, to some extent because 
they aren't subverting expectations. Like, the Duffer Brothers came out and said that people are going to die in this episode, in these last two episodes. And they were right. Two people died. Yeah, and but and it was I, the people I, you would expect to die. Yeah. Like and and so 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 again, we can get into this a little bit later because I think I want to talk about this as well as some of the things that were said on a podcast recently because I'm trying to figure out how what lens to put this show in. So we'll move on and we'll talk about some of the storylines. Um, there's three storylines. You have the Hopper in Russia. You have the Hawkins storyline, and then you have the California Travel storyline uh, with Jonathan, Will, Mike, Argyle. Um, um, well, Elle's Elle was yeah. kind of the. Elle had her own storyline, which yeah. tied back into it. So, yeah, that was another one. This was the biggest season by far as far as how wide this story spanned. Yeah. And I'm happy they tied up certain storylines, and I hope that they don't bring them back because if they do, I will be pissed next season. Mm-hmm. So what? What? So you have just storylines written here. What did you want to talk about here specifically? I'm happy Russia. Like okay, so um, for volume one, I hated the Russia storyline. Volume two, I liked it more than volume one. I think it's because it wasn't drawn out as long in this in these last two episodes, and it was a lot shorter. My one complaint about it is it felt very Phantom Menace, destroy the ship so the droids die. It felt very much in that same vein of where if they kill the mothership or the the hive, then the rest of them will be weaker. It felt very weak, and it was just like a, let's try to connect these storylines i wish that the dust or the mind flare which we found out that's what it was was essentially a tele like a way to teleport into the upside down so they could get into hawkins i thought that would have been way better of <coughs> a progression of that russia storyline rather than where we got it because then that would tie into the Russians in Hawkins working on all of that stuff because it's a portal into that that realm and so I think that would have been a and that's me being a critic of the writing was bad on this part I think that's just to me the Russia storyline was the weakest link as far as storylines go for the series yeah you know when I when we talk about these storylines, the thing that comes and what I said too, and I remember this now, is that it feels like at some point in this last episode, that scene in Inception where all the dreams and all the kicks line up, when that's happening, your mind is like catching up to what this whole movie's been about so far. And you're realizing, oh, wow, they're really going to pull this off. And it's just, it it's crafted so wonderfully that, like, it's such a good moment where you fall right through all of the plots. And, like, and I feel like in the last episode, they tried to do that with these three plots multiple times. And it just never felt as, like, sly, you know? Does that make sense? It never felt as smooth. Absolutely. 
I can understand that. Well, Christopher Nolan did it very well in Inception. And I, I guess we're, the hard thing is we're comparing it to so many other things. Like I've brought up Empire Strikes Back and the Phantom Menace and you Inception. I feel like comparing this to other things is, is a way for us to base our opinions off of it or say like this is the weak moments or this is the strong moments. I feel like in the world of Stranger Things, which this is technically aimed towards the the teen audience, I feel like for the audience that it did a good job of providing that group with what it was trying to deliver, if that makes any sense. I don't know if that made any sense. I could just be well, rambling. Why? I guess it does, but like, what do you mean? What are they trying to deliver? Well, to me, this is more of like, Stranger Things has always been an introduction into the sci-fi horror realm. And I feel like the same way Harry Potter grew with its audience, Stranger Things is growing with its own audience. Season four was the most adult-oriented season that they have produced, and I I feel like it's it's diving more into the horror aspects that it kind of promised us the last two seasons that it wasn't delivering on. It was very homage. That sounds really weird saying that homage. It was a great homage to all of the the introduction to horror and. I know that we talked about it in the last, our last Stranger Things review, but I, I think that for what this show is, an introduction to horror and sci-fi, I feel like it's done a good job, albeit a long, very, like, I know we talked about the length, and that that was kind of annoying, but I feel like the overall objective is being satisfied if that makes sense yeah i just it just depends because i feel like even the first like i don't know this is another pod where we break down the entire series of stranger things so um but yeah we'll, we'll give you that one but um i just want to move on into like so let's talk about this now we talked about the stories talked about the the standout things and before we go into predictions, I just want to say, first off, I like some of the Easter eggs provided in these last two episodes. For example, the the straight up Michael Myers mask was an early reference to how Vecna would later vanish. Because I don't know if you've seen the original Halloween, but in that movie, there's a scene at the very end, Laurie Strode is fighting with Michael Myers, Jamie Lee Curtis is, and he falls out a window and you, she looks down from the second story balcony and she sees him laying in the grass. Then someone walks into the room so she looks away and then he, she turns to look back at where he was and he's just gone. And I felt like that's exactly what happened with Vecna. They threw all that stuff at him. He falls out of the window and they think he's dead. But when they walk out to the front porch, he's vanished. And I thought that's like a straight up Halloween nod. And um, just the whole Freddy Krueger, they had Robert England who's the original actor for Freddy Krueger. And then this whole Vecna basically possessing people in dreams and then killing them is very Freddy Krueger-ish. Um, I like little Easter eggs like that. And you're right, you know, like it's very like a nod. 
And I feel like it's a nod back to those 80s horror movies. Because honestly, I feel like Stranger Things always references an 80s movie or genre. It just depends which one. Like, you know, the first, yeah. But anyways. Um, and so that that's super fun. But something I wanted to get into that we brought up a little bit earlier was like some of those moments you brought up. It's It's really hard for me to like, like these moments, but also be ignored by them. Because for example, Eddie died in this season. And I think I knew Eddie was going to die because they only introduced new characters to later kill them off. So almost so that they can protect their core characters. Like in except for Argyle, bro. Yeah. I, yeah. Except for Argyle, bro. But because he's just the comedic relief. But, like, you know, they introduce Sean Astin in season two, and he passes away. They also introduce Max and uh, um, Billy, who Billy passed away in season three. And then in the third season, they introduce that Russian guy that everybody loved and then also passed away, as well as Billy. Um, but they're, it's almost like they introduce these people so that they can kind of shield their core characters. And if, that's, and if they're going to shield their core characters, that's fine. Because we'll we'll talk about it later. Um, it's just it's it's a little predictable. And like for example, when Max was about to pass away, I totally knew Max wasn't gonna die, and she's in a shocked state for sure. But I could put all my money on the table that she's gonna live and be back next season. I I agree with you as far as that prediction goes, which makes me. This is my one. Like there, besides um, the shotgun scene, like that was kind of ridiculous, um, but it was also satisfying seeing Vecna get like blown up out the window, and burning. Um, I wish that Max died. Because like, can you imagine the the, like that that raises the stakes more than Eddie's death. And that would have been more of an Empire Strikes Back moment. Like it would have it would have sealed the deal and said like we're serious about this like any anybody anybody's names are on the table for the chopping block. I wish Max would have died just for that and for the character growth of Lucas too. Yeah, and so how am I thinking? So the other reason why I bring this up right now is because I want to talk about something that um, the Duffer Brothers said on the Josh Horowitz podcast. First off, they compared season five to the Lord of the Rings. They said it could have more of a return of the Kingsish ending where, you know, the end of the, the ending of the Lord of the Rings or the return of the King is very, everybody gets a happy send off. Some things hurt, but they're like necessary. You know, it's very beautifully done. Um, and it's long. And they said, you know, it could be long, but it's also deserved. And then something else they said was they responded to what Millie Bobby Brown and Noah Schnapp had kind of said about they wanted more people to die in this show. You know, Millie Bobby Brown straight up said, you know, I wish there was more Games of Thrones where somebody from the main cast died off or blah, blah, blah. And they said, this is Hawkins. It's not Wisteros. And so, like, I guess the reason why I bring this up is because it's almost like sometimes I feel like they'll tease big things that'll happen like Max's death or, um, you know, like maybe Elle's going to die or 
I'm trying to think of what else happened in earlier seasons. Like, everybody's afraid of Steve. Everybody's afraid of Steve dying. And it's just, they're not going to pull that punch. That's what I feel like. But they, they the kind of like, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I feel like is going to happen. But I could be wrong. But, like, that's that's why I'm trying to understand how to view this series. Like, is it going to take those risks? Or should I expect it more to be like a Lord of the Rings type series where it's like, you know, these people do live? And is it also going to be like what it's inspired by? Like those 80s movies, The Goonies, E.T., like those kids all have happy endings. E.T. leaves, but all the kids are fine and they know E.T.'s safe. And like, you know, like that's that's what I'm trying to straddle, I guess, if that makes sense. It does make sense. I... I'm going to go into my prediction for Will's character. Go on. Will, Will has had the connection to Vecna since he came out of the Upside Down. I think that Vecna was still in his adolescent Upside Down training phases of season one. And that's why we didn't get him. Also, I'm, I'm still curious as to why he attacked Will because we didn't really get an answer for that. Um, you know, I think... I was thinking about this yesterday. I think it's because Elle escaped and she was probably hiding out in the woods and Vecna just probably searched for her but found Will instead. That would make sense. Then That's Vecna's a theory. An idiot. <laughs> um, then, well, that was another complaint of mine. Like, Vecna going after kids. What are you, Voldemort? Um <laughs> But I, I, that my prediction actually has ties to Harry Potter. I think that the connection to Will is going to be kind of like Voldemort and the Horcruxes, where towards the end of the series, Will is going to realize that they have a more powerful connection than, than they have teased, and Will is going to end up sacrificing himself so that they can kill Vecna. Um... Or or Will's gonna somehow get powers and be able to fight as well, which that would be lame. I I feel like Will is going to be the sacrifice because he's played such a a big part, but reduced to such a minuscule part over the last couple seasons that I feel like that's a big way for a send off to the character, but also raising the stakes of anybody's name is on the table. But. I, that could just be my generic thought process, and I don't, I don't know. I just feel like Will is going to be the one to die out of all the characters. Yeah, I feel like Mike and Elle will make it. Lucas and Max still bet they would make it. Um, Hopper and Joyce, yeah. That Russian dude, I guess. Murray. Murray should die. <laughs> yeah, and Nancy, Nancy and Steve will live. Maybe Jonathan will live. Well, I, I, it's. I, I think, mean, I don't know. I think Steve you know, might also, sacrifice himself. Too. I don't know. Maybe have a because I feel like we're gonna in the last season we're probably gonna see Steve and um, Dustin back together. You know, the other thing about it is I feel like I feel like this movie is m- closer to Infinity War 
than it would be to no no maybe not than Empire Strikes Back because in Empire Strikes Back Mac is Max is Han Solo in Carbonite but I just feel like this ending of this show this season especially really is more of a setup for the huge conflict in season five and so I feel like season I feel like season five will be the Avengers Endgame of Stranger Things. We're not gonna waste time. We're gonna get right Do you think into we're gonna it. Time travel back to season one, two. The first line. The first line of this season is if you think about it, we're all time travelers. Or at least that's the one of the things that Elle says. So that's a theory floating around online. My own theory is that Elle's gonna learn to fly. Because why not? Because again, the the ending shot of this movie was like straight up Infinity War, or you know, like the ending of Endgame, like right Captain when they're all America about to breathing and yeah, and everybody, you yeah, know, so like that's knees. how I feel. But um, that's one theory. Another theory that came out online that I was reading about was that some people think Eddie might come back because they tied him to a Vecna is a huge um player in D D or at least in the lore and at some point there's a guy in D D, I guess who he dies but then somebody brings them back as his right hand man and he eventually betrays them um to become the hero he was again and so some people are saying that maybe Vecna finds Eddie's body and that he um uses him but then at some point Eddie pulls himself back together and becomes the hero again you know there's a lot of theories going on right now. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about bringing Eddie back. I feel like that would kind of ruin the his character development for this season because, like, his whole character development was like he was always running, and he he decided that he would stay and fight. I feel like he already had his redemption arc, and he doesn't need a second redemption arc. If anybody does, I think it would be Billy. Possibly Billy. Billy got his. Billy got the same thing Eddie got. Did, eh, yeah, not I the same, so. but he did sacrifice himself. It's not the himself, same, but you know? he did to save the kids. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know the redemption arc. It's interesting, but it would be retreading the same ground for Eddie because that was his main arc, whereas Billy's was being the bad boy. And then he had a redemption of saving all the kids. But I don't know. I could maybe, you know what? I bet it's uh, Barb. Barb comes Barb back. Barb is going to come back. One. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Barb's not dead. All right. She's well, serving let's, Vecna. Let's, let's bring it back. Let's give our final thoughts, if we have any. And then let's give it a rating. Maybe rank them. Uh, Bailey, final thoughts. Make it, you know, Twitter Twitter length. I thought this was a satisfying setup for the final season. It's not a satisfying ending of a season, though. That's, yeah. That's my tweet. Concise. Gonna send Precise. It. I love it. More than more than this season could do in two episodes. Um, I am grappling with how to view Stranger Things as of this season. 
And though I still like it, and though it still has moments, and just the characters, like the characters and the chemistry interest me, I just don't know if it's a show that will take the risks it teases. And so that's those are my thoughts. Thank you for your Twitter thread. Yeah, <laughs> please <laughs> please retweet, upvote. Um, yeah, mine was not a tweet, but um, but yeah, so that's what I think. If you had to give it a grade, Bailey, how would you? What What is your official review? Because I think this did exactly what it was supposed to do as far as setup. I would. I hate giving things B's because I feel like it's just so average. But I'm probably gonna give it a B plus just because it has. It reminds me of like that Empire Strikes Back, Avengers: Infinity War of the setup. It. It left me a little angry inside, and I think that that's what this was. Angry as far as, like, it didn't resolve anything, um, but it was also, ha- it made me happy, like Avengers Infinity War when Thanos snapped his fingers and everybody disappeared. It was like, like oh my gosh, I can't believe they went there. But because I feel like the Duffer brothers aren't taking any risks, my final grade will probably be a B-. minus. Well, I was gonna say B minus Bailey, so you well, gotta we stick can with have B the plus. same. <laughs> I'll stick yeah, with B I know, plus. Like... You go with B minus. A B Cinema will be B. <laughs> it's just it's just hard because like I I do feel like I'm more pessimistic or annoyed with this season, but like even though I this is probably what I should say, even though I am annoyed, and even though I do hope for more, still better than Obi One, still still enjoyable TV would still recommend people watch it. Like somebody asked the other day, is it worth the watch? The only thing I can say is that it's way too long, but it's still good. So even though I may sound like a stranger things hater, I just, they just need some trimming, you know, need some trimming, need some things, but I liked it. I'll give it a B. I'll give it a B. That's what this, this, we didn't mention this, but the Duffer brothers also said that, Season five is going to be in Hawkins. And, and it so will be shorter. It is. They really are trimming the the meat down on this. The They're taking the fat off and stripping it down to its roots. So I'm excited to see where it goes in season five and five years from now. But yeah, Bailey, thanks, uh, thanks for this discussion about Stranger Things. Thanks for talking about the news. Uh, listeners, be sure to follow us. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, Facebook, uh, AB Cinema. You can also email us at abcinema.pod at gmail.com. Leave a like, subscribe, share with your friends, leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. Give us your thoughts, your theories. Let us know what you thought about Stranger Things and just about anything you like. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, We hope that everyone has a great day. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, keep watching movies.